This is Rhema for Today. And yet I must minister to you right here in front of everybody. I said, you see, you're a member of this church. The pastor will tell you. I didn't even know he had to speak up and tell me he was a member of this church. But I said, you see, you don't even pay your tithes or support the church financially. And it wasn't just your stomach that was burning, but your, but, but your conscience was hurting you. And you was harassed about that. Oh, he said, I know you're a fortune teller now. I said, that's exactly what happened. No, I said, I'm not telling you fortune. My head don't have a thing in the world to do with it. I, I got the revelation of it and saw it all in my spirit. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, Doing the Works of Jesus, Volume 3, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. So I was laying hands on the sick, and here came this man, and, and I asked him what's wrong with him, and well, first of all, I asked him if he's a Christian. He said, oh, yes, he's, he's saved. He's a member of this church right there where I was preaching, First Assembly of God. And so I said, well, you understand this. You could be a member of this church or any other church. It wouldn't make you a Christian. Now you've been born again. Yes, he'd been born again. Praise God, filled with the Holy Ghost, spoke with other tongues. Pastor was standing right there beside me. He said, yeah, he's a member here. Well, I said, what's the matter with you? Well, he said, I have ulcers of the stomach. I haven't worked for two years. Actually, he said, the doctor showed me an x-ray of his stomach, and he said, there's something that looked like as big as a wasp nest. The, the doctor pointed out, said, now that's this ulcer. In fact, it's afraid it'd run into cancerous growth. Well, he didn't want to submit to an operation. He can't go back to work for the oil company until they, you know, give him a clean bill of health. So for two years, he's off the job. Well, I said, the Lord will heal you. He said, well, I know it. I believe in healing and so on. So I laid my hands on it. Now, when I laid my hands on him, I knew by the word of knowledge. I don't always know about everybody. I do if the Spirit sees fit to tell me. I knew, first of all, that this was a spirit that oppressed his body because it was revealed to me. Therefore, he, he's not healed by laying on a hands or not healed by anointing with oil. It's more than a healing. You've got to cast the spirit out of his body. Now, I knew this also, that uh, if, you, if you just go ahead and, and cast that spirit out of him without saying anything, that you're going to confuse everybody. A lot of folks are confused enough without us preachers confusing them anymore. Amen. And so we need to make things as clear as possible. And I always try to do that. I may not always be successful, but at least I try. And I knew that if you just, you know, commanded that spirit that I know was there because I have the revelation of it. I don't just imagine it or think so. Uh, then the folks, you see, will get afraid and the devil will take advantage and defeat children of God. Because they'll go away and say, well, now that man's a member of this church, saved, baptized, the Holy Ghost, and you mean that he had a devil in him? Maybe I've got one in me. Well, these things need to be defined. He's not demon-possessed. Now, you've got money in your pocket, but that don't mean money possesses you, does it? 
I said, does it? Yet we've seen some people that are possessed by the desire for money. Isn't that right? But yet just because you've got money in your pocket or in your billfold don't mean that you're possessed by money. And because he may have a demon oppressing his body doesn't mean that he's demon possessed. His spirit's not even touched by that demon. It's his body. Yet the thing must be cast out. Are you following me? Yet that's not true concerning every case of healing. But if it needs to be done, God revealed to you. If you don't, why well, don't do it? Just go ahead and minister healing. And, and so I explained to the people that we are spirit, soul, and body. And that our body hasn't been redeemed yet. And that it's up to us. Our spirits are born again. And it's up to us because we're the caretakers of that body to see if the devil doesn't get in. But if we don't know how or haven't been taught, well, we leave the door open and the devil gets in. And I'm going to cast this thing out of him. Well, I laid my hands on him again. And this time I had a different revelation. Still the word of knowledge operating. I, uh, I had what also what I call a mini M-I-N-I, vision. I didn't know the man. I didn't know where he lived. But in this vision, see, real quick, I saw where he lived, saw his house. And I saw him in bed. I knew it was about midnight two, two days before, two nights before, you see. It's midnight. He can't sleep. He doesn't disturb his wife because now his wife's had to go on to work, you know, because he's been off from work for two years. So he got up and left the bedroom up in the front of the house and went on the back porch. Now, they had on the back of this house what we down in Texas, uh, you know, he's called a screened-in back porch. Sort of a sleeping porch, you know. Screen on it, you know, in the summertime while they roll the canvas up. In the wintertime, they'll let the canvas down, you know, sort of have a... And so uh, there's a bed back there. And I saw him fall across this bed. And then he just holding his stomach, just rolling from one side to the other. His stomach was burning like fire. So I said to him, two nights ago, at about midnight, a little after, you, uh, you couldn't rest, you couldn't sleep, you didn't want to disturb your wife, so you got up and went from the front bedroom out of the back porch. You have a screened-in back porch. We used to call them a sleeping porch sometime, the back of your house. And you just fell across the bed, and you were just holding your stomach, rolling from one side to the other, and your stomach just a burning like fire. Well, now, see, here's a fellow. It's a full gospel, spirit-filled fellow. But he said, well, you must be a fortune teller or a mind reader. That's exactly what happened. Well, no, you know, the devil can tell fortunes and read people's minds sometimes, but God knows more than the devil does. Amen. Are you listening? Amen. And he can outdo the devil any time. Praise God. No, I said, I didn't get that in my head. I got that in my spirit. The, the spirit of God showed me. Well, he said, that's exactly what happened. Now, I said to him, now, remember, I don't know whether you've forgotten my thought or not, but back there when I was talking about that blind man, the ninth chapter of John, where Jesus spit on the ground, made clay of the spittle, said, go wash it off in the pool of Siloam, and I shall come again seeing. I'm talking about he had to obey that before he could get healed. Isn't that right? I said, isn't that right? In other words, just say it another way. Obedience was demanded before healing was manifested. And that is true oftentimes, or sometimes, let's put it that way. Sometimes that is true. So I said to this man also, because I knew by revelation, I said, uh, I don't want to embarrass you. And yet I must minister to you right here in front of everybody. 
I said, you see, you are a member of this church. The pastor will tell you. I didn't even know he had to speak up and tell me he was a member of this church. But I said, you see, you don't even pay your tithes or support the church financially. And it wasn't just your stomach that was burning, but your, but, but your conscience was hurting you. And you was harassed about that. Oh, he said, I know you're a fortune teller now. I said, that's exactly what happened. No, I said, I'm not telling you fortune. My head don't have a thing in the world to do with it. I, I got the revelation of it and saw it all in my spirit. Now, I said, you see, before I can minister to you, you're going to have to obey God. Now, can you see that? You're going to have to, other words, what are you going to do? See, this settle this thing first, and then we'll get the healing. Well, he said, bless God, I'm going to, see, you had a good job, all companies. I'm going to pay my tithes. I'm going to give offering. Fine, I said. Cast the thing out of him. I knew it left him. There's no manifestation, but I knew it in my spirit. I said to him, go home and eat a two-bone steak. Now, for two years, he hadn't had any real solid food. He said all he could eat was a little baby food because he couldn't keep that on his stomach half the time. A few raw eggs mixed up in a little milk, you know, and he can't keep that on his stomach. Well, he went home, did just exactly what I said, ate a T-bone steak, never bothered him, went back to the doctor. The very next day, they took an x-ray of his stomach, and his stomach's clear. I mean, the, the, the ulcers are gone. See, he had an old wad of ulcers, like I washed this, whole wad of them in his stomach. It's all gone. I mean, before the meeting was over, uh, he is back to work. Now, you see, uh, we must depend upon the Holy Spirit to help us. And we can't just set a pattern, you see, of, of we ministered everybody the same way. And uh, you shouldn't be want, want to be ministered to just like somebody else was. If we're going to do the works of Jesus, we'll have to do them the way he did them. Isn't that right? Are, are you following me now? Now then, here's where people miss it. I want you to see something here now. Somebody said to me in that very meeting, see, I didn't have any other revelation about anybody else in the healing line. Not a word. Well, there's no use in me trying to manufacture one because it wouldn't be right anyway. Unless the Spirit of God said it. See? Now, somebody said, I don't understand that. Now, I know it's right because a man admitted it's so. But now, you see, here's where people make a mistake about the prophet's ministry. They think he ought to know everything about everybody. But they didn't, even in the Old Testament. Are you listening? Now, you'll have to realize this about Jesus, because he did stand in that office, that he had the Spirit without measure. See, John 3.34 said, talking about Jesus, that he had the spirit without measure. Now that infers that all the rest of us have the spirit by measure. And for that simple reason, you see, we wouldn't know everything like he would because he had the spirit without measure. Remember what Paul himself said? He said, we know in part and we prophesy in part. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first product in this offer is the three CD series from Kenneth W. Hagan, Love, Faith's Firm Foundation. Also in this package is the book from Lynette Hagan, entitled Talk to Me. 
Connecting with the Heart of God. Also in the offer is Craig Hagen's CD entitled, Just Believe. And finally, Denise Hagen Burns' CD entitled, Holy Spirit, The Ultimate Best Friend. You can get all this for the price of $35. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. In March, our Living Faith Conference. Yes. Um, Madison, Alabama at Cornerstone Word of Life Church. That is March 12th through the 14th. Yeah. That's a Sunday through Tuesday. Sunday night through Tuesday night. That's right. Pastors Mark and Rhonda Garver. And then we go over to... Ridgely, Tennessee. That's right. Wednesday night through Friday night, March the 15th through the 17th at Abundant Life Fellowship Church with Pastors David and Tammy Gray. Yes. And uh, hey, you can go find out all about the Living Faith Conferences uh, right on at rhema.org. Yes. And it's got a list of all of our conferences and I, I've already got them all scheduled. You have. And so they're you all on there. You did it yourself. Yes. Yes. And, and so make plans to, to come and be with us or if you know people in that area, yes. let them know about it. Friends and relatives, let them know about it. And when you do come, let let us know that you watch us on television. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll free. 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue his message, Doing the Works of Jesus, Volume 3. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.